0: Welcome to Full Scope, a podcast of two guys in their 20s, giving them respect to the gangs that we love, the headlines of pop culture, and the meaning behind it all. I'm host Vincent Burns, with am my counterpart, Savon Morris. How's it going, man?
1: It's going pretty good, man. It's going
0: pretty good. You, you, you don't have any length of explanation, in, 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 any motto you're going to give? <laughs>
1: no, no. No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by a cup. Brought to you you by, yeah, let's
0: go, (laughs) (laughs) advertisement. We need it.
1: (laughs) Right. Eventually. Eventually. <laughs> eventually.
0: <laughs> but as always, we have a lot of topics to get into um, into today. Some some NFL Ones NBA some album reviews. And also in the second half, we're gonna do a review of Atlanta season three. Um to start off with just thoughts on you know Lamar Jackson's contract extension developments. You know, uh there's been the recent report about him, you know, stopping contract negotiations when the regular season starts. And um, Jackson hasn't provided you know any other updates on contract talks, and he's also one of the few high-profile NFL players that doesn't have an agent, but what are your thoughts on this the situation for Lamar Jackson and just kind of like how much you know should he be paid and just like what he's really wanting in the in this uh, upcoming deal? You know, it's it's a bit tricky
1: when it comes to Ravens uh organization plan uh, paying quarterbacks, but I didn't know that part that he did not have a uh, yeah, an agent. An agent, I thought he yeah. had an agent. I thought he had a agent for the the entire time, but. Um, I definitely think he's top seven quarterback in the NFL right now. You look what he's done entering into the league, leading his guys to the playoffs, uh, being Ricky and in, in, you know Ricky of the year, the whole nine. I think he's well deserving. Um, I think what we we've, we've seen from Cam Newton and RG R- R- three those dual threat quarterbacks. I think he's in that that realm. Even that with tier. Kyler Murray, yeah, he's he's in that tier. And I think a lot of a lot of Older guys or older people around the league saying that no wide receiver wants to go there, they can't pay the guys. Mm-hmm. They can't pay big time wide receivers. And I understand it. Not because Lamar Jackson can't throw them the ball. I think his percentage rate has rise each season. He's been in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And of course he's not gonna have the big the big uh throwing numbers because he's a dual threat quarterback. Yeah. But I think he's worth he's he's not worth the Patrick Mahomes. Ten not that, year, yeah. he's not, not that there level. yet. He's not there yet. He hasn't won a Super Bowl. He hasn't been almost to the Super Bowl multiple years. Because I mean, man, Patrick Mahomes is track records is, is crazy. Just I don't want to compare the two because they're different in style. I styles. mean,
0: he's been to the AFC Championship like every year of his career, which is like, like that's a regular occurrence for him. Just AFC Championship. I know I'm gonna be
1: there. to two Super Bowls, <laughs> yeah, one exactly, of them. yeah. So
0: you
1: just yeah you just well but speaking on Lamar's behalf I think he's worth that big 40 million 40 close to 45 in between I think 35 40 guaranteed contract yeah. over at least three to five years because they'll continue to funnel out running backs they'll continue to funnel out tight ends and getting guys in and I think Lamar Jackson has longevity he's yeah. been banged up a couple of times but I think he has the longevity he's been doing this since he was high school mm-hmm. so he knows what he's doing but I think him putting the contract uh talk to side and and focus on the season I think that's that's maturity level right there man yeah. to be able to put that to the side and just worry about Ws and Ls and get into the Super Bowl but after this season once he goes another 11 and 5 well, 11 and 6 or 11 and 7 cuz it's mm-hmm. well uh, yeah, six, 17, 17 17 games now. but I think they can win 10 11 games yeah. Marcus Peters is back. The defense is looking healthy. Uh, Humphreys is back. He's looking healthy. Mm-hmm. J.K. Dobbins yeah. is back. I'm excited yeah. for what he can do. So once Lamar Jackson continues to prove what he mm-hmm. can do and take that team, they
0: got to pay oh, yeah. it. Yeah, they have to play it. It, it, it eventually has to happen because, I mean, you even look at what happened this this past year Um, that they were able to get past Tennessee, lost to Buffalo. Like yeah. in terms of just like where that team ranks, at, like among the other elite teams, because you have like mm-hmm. Buffalo, you have the Kansas City's like, where do you see them in that pack? And just like, what does he have to do to get to that? Like, you know, Mahomes level or I mean, or, or close to that Mahomes and Josh Allen level. He's there. Yeah. I
1: think that I think the difference is in terms uh, of like
0: playoff accomplishments, I should say. Yeah. Playoffs
1: you, Yeah. You look at what the Chiefs does and the Buffalo Bills with um Allen, they they have a good foundation on both sides. If you look yeah. at the defensive, defensive side of Ravens, Marcus Peters was out. Marlon Humphreys was out for the season. They had a lot of missing pieces. Mm-hmm. And then you you account to Holloway, I mean Holloway, <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> dropping Hollywood. like ten thousand passes last year yeah. in his hands, so it's a lot of things that goes in account for him not being able to go to that AFC Championship or even going to the Super Bowl. I think in his his short career so far, he has exceeded expectations in my eyes, mm-hmm. and just continue to put in those pieces. That's what it's just the the little pieces A-way that you have, yeah, the continuation. When you look at when they won the Super Bowl with mm. Joe Flacco Joe Flacco played good ball in that in the playoffs but oh, it yeah. was the defense the
0: defense carried him.
1: the yeah. defense stepped up so that's what they're lacking right now and his
0: turnovers his turnovers yes. were down like he like yes. didn't have like any 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 like interceptions at at one stretch during that playoff run which is insane
1: Joe only, Flacco only Joe crazy. Montana
0: did that. Only Joe Montana was the other only other uh, quarterback to do that.
1: You had to play that because every yeah. time Joe Flacco, you don't he didn't show up most cases. He was in the, <laughs> he was still in his car, in, you know, car. in the stadium. But the Joe, you got to come players, out. You got to come out, Joe. You got to
0: come out, Joe. You got to <laughs> you know,
1: come out for the Jets too. But, um, yeah. but I do think, man, I think the Ravens are there. You, yeah. We've seen it. You know, everybody thought the Ravens were going to take a dip because they drafted Lamar Jackson, and they, you know. They had RG3 right behind him in his first, first season to, to mm-hmm. kind of give them that, that look as well. But, man, I think the Ravens are up there with Kansas City Chiefs and with the Bills. It's just that defense aside. Kansas City defense is not that great. But in that playoff run, when Tyron Matthew was with them, mm-hmm. they had they special. had the other D-4 and all these guys, they went bananas. Yeah. They went bananas. Same thing with the Bills. Bills has an excellent defensive line, front seven. Their secondary is – it's okay, but I like I like um, Michael Hyde. He's been um, consistent in the secondary for for many years for the Bills after leaving the Packers. But that's the difference. Defense does win championships, and I think yeah. if everybody's healthy and they continue to put those pieces, they're gonna they're gonna continue to to grow and get to that get to the the promised land. And I and I think Lamar Jackson can win a Super Bowl in this lifetime. Definitely. We've seen it. Yeah, we've oh, yeah. seen it. So
0: absolutely. Um, and, and now getting into, into Zach Wilson's uh, knee surgery and kind of like the impact of it on the Jets, you know, uh, Wilson w- was diagnosed with a meniscus care and a bone bruise after a, a non-contact injury last Friday night against the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Um, Wilson's arthroscopic knee surgery Tuesday w- was deemed a success uh, with no surprises from the original diagnosis. But uh, what are your thoughts on this surgery and just, you know, kind of, you know, the Jets are avoiding a nightmare s- s- scenario with their young quarterback?
1: Oh man, <laughs> they're counting the blessings. They're they looking up above. Thank you, God, <laughs> because they're investing a lot. Oh, hands raising all. They're investing a lot, a lot in Zach Wilson. Yeah, and the last year's record doesn't show it. I mean, the guy's not a savior. He's not Jesus. He's not Jesus Shuttleworth either. Hmm. But floor 13 last year, 0-6 in the uh, AFC East. You're, you second year, you got some other guys in there. um you have they drafted Michael Carter. I think he's going to be a good running back. Elijah Moore, Corey Davis is coming off a decent season last year, so they had the upside. And then your star quarterback, who you invested so much in, yeah. Zach Wilson, and he goes down with a menis- meniscus tear. Luckily, it wasn't a torn ACL meniscus tear. You could turn, come back in between. I think it's four to six weeks, or if depending on his uh, his rehab, it could yeah. be six to ten weeks. But the I t- think the it, timetable
0: might, might change.
1: Yeah, it might change, but he can't come back this year. But they have a able and willing tender Joe Flacco. He's a Super Bowl winner who knows knows how to control the offense, who can keep these young guys together. He's a veteran quarterback. I think Joe Flacco can get you at least two to three wins until.
0: <laughs> you remember when Skip Bayless used to call him Joe Joe Fluco? <laughs> Yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to say
1: that with a straight face. Wellington, and it didn't work. I do think you can give them the two to three wins looking at their schedule. Yeah. I mean, their schedule is not that tough. Right. Um, But just, I know that how much the Jets invest in Zach Wilson. And I mean, they do play Baltimore. They mm. play Cincinnati. Pittsburgh might be a stiller this year. Um, And then you got Miami, Green Bay, Denver, New England, Buffalo. And then it gets a little tough for them. But I think yeah, second before half. he, yeah, second half. Before he gets back, I think they can win some games with Joe Flacco. Because mm-hmm. um, Joe Flacco is once again able, and he's a veteran quarterback. He knows the way around the offensive playbook. They got him for a reason for it to be a backup. So I think they'll be fine until Zach Wilson gets acclimated and gets back into uh, rehab and get back on the field with his guys. Because I think he was going to have a decent season this year. One year under his belt.
0: He was set up for it. He was super. Set super. up for Definitely it. set up for it.
1: He's definitely not like with Sam Darnold. I hope he doesn't do the Sam Darnold effect, and or or uh, Josh Rosen effect. Oh my god! These guys first year was terrible, and then the second year were terrible. Third year, four, you know, and your tickets on So mm-hmm. hopefully he comes back and he's he can get back into the swing of things because they invested a so lot much. in this
0: kid. Yeah, this was a heavy investment.
1: Heavy investment. I didn't I didn't like the pick to be honest with you. BYU guy. I mean, strength of schedule is it's it's a joke. Um, but he's a, he's a high flinging. It's like you hear guy. BYU, he's yeah. like
0: BYU. I haven't even watched any BYU games this year. No. <laughs> I wasn't watching that I mean, on Saturday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, he does check boxes, but yeah. it's just like It was so many other quarterbacks in that draft they they could win after yeah. who was who could that bring been a that. Better option. Yeah, I would have got Trey Lance to be oh, honest, for sure. which you do a third quarterback, but San Francisco got him luckily. But now we, we just have to live with drafting Zach Wilson, and we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. Meniscus tear second year, so.
0: Yeah, it's a wait and see. It's a wait yeah, and see. we got a wait and see for injury. that one. Um, and, and also the the breaking news of today was Deshaun Watson. Um, and that mm-hmm. and that new uh, um new finding suspension, eleven game suspension. Also find um a five million. Like in terms of of what this of this total outcome, because because we like talked about this a couple weeks ago. Like yeah. it, what the original suspension was and now with what, it, with what it was being like, what are your thoughts on it? Like did it surprise you how many games they did? Because we both thought it would be more and it eventually would come to, to this type of decision from the NFL and the NFLPA.
1: Why not the whole season?
0: Mm, yeah, why not, why not go games. the whole way? Why not go the whole way? Yeah, 11 games. Like, why, like, like, what's not the play? point?
1: Yeah, because I don't see them making the playoffs. mm I I just don't see them making the playoffs. I don't see them the running game help them that much with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt if Kareem, Kareem Hunt stays. Right. I just don't think their defense is enough with Miles Garrett always, I just don't think they're enough to get to 9 games mm-hmm. or yeah, win win 9 out of 11 and then try to finish strong on the back end 7 cuz Chemistry is a mug. Even if you go in OTAs, mini camp, you need a, a, a season long to get get the chemistry with your uh, with your wide receivers, right. running back handoff, with your offensive line, getting their trust. It's a lot that goes into being a starting quarterback. You need all the time you get. If you're suspended eleven games, you try to come back to 12th game. Hopefully, it's not a it's not a uh, a a game they don't, <laughs> they don't come back. To. <laughs> but it's gonna. Yeah. My, why not? You might as well just gave him. The entire that, season. A, the entire amount season. of
0: games. I was like, just just do six, like do the entire season. Like, like why are we why are we doing like ninety five percent of the season and, and then just you know the the last five or six? That's when he can come back. Like that just did not make any sense to me.
1: Yeah, he'll come back against Houston. I mean, it's not a it's not a bad game, but there's there's their schedule is pretty tough too, um this year with yeah. the with the uh with the Browns. But it didn't it didn't make it sense. I guess for the Browns it it was uh, they were happy. They get their starting quarterback back. They have to pay him. And then Deshaun is the same way. He has to be get paid. He has to play to order to get play, paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think for both parties, they get their starting quarterback, get him in the game, and then Deshaun starts getting paid from his contract. But 11 games, that's interesting. They, they're landing on 11 games. They agreed to it but didn't sign it yet. So – Interesting. I, I I thought it yeah, was. I was like eleven games. I, I know it's seventeen games, but they ain't gonna make the playoffs. Like he's mm-hmm. gonna make the playoffs. <laughs>
0: Come on, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, and now transitioning to, to the NBA and just kind of you know, um, thoughts on Giannis's comments about being open, uh, to, to play for the Bulls later in his career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in, in promoting his new ambassadorship with the um uh, telehealth. Company Antidote Health. Giannis was asked by Fox Thirty Two Chicago about the potential of you know playing for the Bulls in the future, and you know while reiterating his commitment to the Bucks, he said, "quote I think anybody who asked that question that plays basketball, um, if he said no, um, he'd be a liar. It's a team that won multiple championships. It's a team that uh, that had one of the greatest players, if not the greatest player, ever to play this uh, game." End quote. But what are your initial thoughts on Giannis? You know, saying this and looking down down the road if, if that moment ever comes, because a lot of players say like, "Hey, like I'll think about that," you know, one day down in my career when it when it gets to that point. At that, he's obviously so far away from that because he's still in his prime. Right. Like, what are your yeah. thoughts on, on just those comments? Because sometimes like that may just be just a a, 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 a you know a, a slight comment that's not that serious, and other times it might yeah. be foreshadowing something <clears throat> that might happen.
1: Well, he's the, he's Greek to just throw that out. He's Greek. He's not gonna hold anything back. You ask him a question, he's gonna
0: tell you the truth. Not <laughs> I,
1: I think it's so dope that he said that, though. Mm. And I say that because a lot of players want to say that. Yeah. Or like, if KD would have came out after they would have lost to um, when they lost to the Warriors and they came back or whatever, he was like, you know what? I think I just want to play with the Warriors now. I think people were him more. Yeah, yeah, I think people were respected more. Game. Like, I want to play for them for this reason, not because we lost to them or I'm jumping ship. But I know with my game and their game, we could get a championship. Mm. If LeBron said, oh, "Well, I'm taking my talents to to Miami," if he would have gave a reason, like I'm taking my talents to Miami because Cavaliers didn't help me out, they didn't give me anybody. But like if players were more true, I think now if there's a stage now where players can be more transparent, they have more power when it comes to uh, conducting their deals, uh, they have more power to say things in the public. I've, obviously, you can't say certain things, but they're more open to yeah. saying things. And then you have these podcasts and platforms and social media that you can just, you know,
0: say something think, that goes yeah, viral. Something. <laughs> yeah, something that goes viral. But I.
1: I love the transparency that uh, the you know Giannis said. He's not saying now, but later in his career. And I think the Bucks fans should not. It should be okay with that. He got yeah. you a championship. Mm-hmm. Got a championship. Yeah. Maybe he get you a one or two more. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe if Chris Middleton stays healthy and they add some more guys, should they they possibly get another one? But yeah. I love the transparency. The guy, the players are having a stage now where they can say certain things because, yeah. I don't think if Dane – see how Dame said it too, like why he didn't leave mm-hmm. that transparency. Some players would just left it and just let it die, like not saying anything. But I love the transparency that these players are kind of honing into or allowing themselves to say now. that it's a comfortable platform, yeah. They got the, platform, the, yeah, voice they they got the to platform, whatever
0: they want to say, whenever yeah. they want to say it.
1: <laughs> and LeBron said it. Said next when Bronny get in the league, I'll that's the them. team I'm playing for.
0: Yeah. Like people, people, people can accept that. Like at this moment now, like knowing that when that when he comes in, like that's the team LeBron's gonna be on, and and like he already told you guys that a couple years, a couple years ago.
1: (laughs) No surprise whatsoever. Oh, bro, what are you doing? You already know what I'm doing. As soon as he gets the lead, (laughs) wherever he goes. There's a clause. If he's smart enough, he just renewed his contract. He's smart enough. about that. Yeah, we talked about that. Him having a clause. Yeah. In his contract to be able to like when my son gets it, I will even give up 20 million dollars or whatever amount it is to go play with my son.
0: Yeah, I mean That's you true. literally, it you literally just thing. transitioned into the next segment. Because I mean, like, I'm sorry, nah, nah, like this is that that flow, that effortless flow. <laughs> this is that effortless flow, man. This is save on M. Like, this is the man. <laughs> <This> is the... <laughs> I mean, but looking at this latest deal that that LeBron signed, you know, it's Mm -hmm. two year, 97.1 million extension. And, you know, it also includes a player option for the 2024 to 25 season. Um, Mm -hmm. Like looking at this deal overall and just kind of like LeBron's in that later phase of his career where he's still obviously playing at a high level. But now the question is, like, what is he going to do? You know, how is his, his game going to develop and what does he actually want to accomplish going forward? Like, what were your thoughts on this deal and just like what the, the later stages of LeBron's career will look like?
1: You know, and I, I love cross-referencing uh, different sports and different different things in life. Like, we talked about Drake. What more can he do? Yeah. He has nothing to prove. LeBron James has nothing, nothing to to prove nothing. Till he's done it all. It's like Troy palomalu said it the same same way. He was like, when I knew I did everything to get better at football, that's why I knew I retired. He was like, maybe I, I went down in a box. I played back. I played in the, the mic position. I did all this. I created this blitz. He was like, oh, I did that already. Oh, okay. And then once you have really mastered the game, Mm. There's nothing more for you to do. There's nothing that will hinder or take away from his legacy.
0: Yeah.
1: He's solidified. I won't say he's the greatest of them all, but I know he's one of he's them.
0: He's one of them. He's, he's, he's in that class. He's one he, of them. He's at that table. <laughs> he's definitely at that table. <laughs>
1: Feet kicked up, sit <laughs> on, with some red wine.
0: Talk to me nice. <laughs> yeah, t- yeah, talk
1: to me nice. Shut up and dribble. Yeah, That's literally. He's solidified, exactly. man. Yeah, so, solidified. At this point, I don't know. He's just waiting for Bronny to get there. I believe. Mm. I believe it's part of his his ego. Like, oh, I can play until I'm this age. But I think half of it's like, I'm waiting for my son. I'm waiting for Bronny. And he even can hold off the Bryce get there? That'd be so dope, bro. Oh, my goodness. Something Michael Jordan couldn't do.
0: What MJ couldn't? <laughs> hey, yeah, listen. we said it. <laughs> you no, know, if,
1: if LeBron James Sons get to the league and do something, he's the greatest. He's a
0: GOAT. He's a GOAT. We said that here. I'm putting, I'm like, putting, I want putting, that to be the headline, yeah, bro. Oh, yeah. I the headline. That's bro. the headline. Yeah, that, that's going to be a he gets to the
1: league and he does remotely good, just averaging maybe 18, 19 points and whatever, he does good.
0: I want y'all to say something. To, when we, Hey, when that clip goes up, I want y'all to say why we're crazy, but it's going to be true. It's gonna be true. true. <laughs> it's gonna be true. It's gonna be true. Because
1: he <laughs> says they do nothing. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Man, come on, bro. Like, that's crazy. But yeah. no, you yeah. know, but not, what else? He doesn't have anything to prove. Nothing else to do. His IQ is crazy. He can still jump out the rim, jump out the jam. Like, he's somebody. Like, it's nothing and for him to do.
0: And that's another thing I wanted to say. You, you you're, you're talking about it in rap and even ha- I, I, how we're seeing it, you know, with with LeBron um in, in the in the NBA. Like when these players, athletes, entertainers, when they get to the top and there's nothing left for them to prove, like do you think they miss those days when they're like, man, I had to show what I could do, like I had to make a statement and be like, hey, this is why I'm that guy? Or do you think it's one of those things where they're just like, just just so settled in what they what they are now, and they can look back at it like, yeah, like. This is what I had to do and I'm, I'm comfortable being at the top. Or is it one of those things where it's just like I still miss that feeling of having to show like why I'm that guy?
1: You know, I think once you get to that point in your journey and you've done it for so long, that's the boast right there. Like it's not a point where people already know what you can do. Oh, yeah. People know you like LeBron is still that guy to this day. Mm hmm. People know Drake, it can't miss. Anything he put his his, his voice to, it except the last album. <laughs> it's <sighs> going to be not, it like, it's, it's going, so it is not about, like, I think it's a not even a remembrance thing because people remember for you. Like, Lil Wayne doesn't write any of his stuff. Like, he was in an interview, and somebody was, the guy, the interview, interview guy was telling one of his lyrics. He was like, I said that? He was like, "Hey, you said that. He was like, Oh, that's nice. I don't remember what I said or why I said it. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. So it's just like people will remind you of your greatness. You don't have to say stuff. Yeah. Mike doesn't have to say anything. He just wants to, but people know Mike still got it. Like he's Mike can still get on the court and give you 30.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's not about them trying to prove people that they can still or show the people they still got it. People remember who you are. They're, that that grind those yeah. The reward is the
0: success. The, the, the reward yes. is, is just being able to be like, "Hey, I'm here. I'm a, I'm among one of the greatest. Even if I'm not the greatest, I'm, you have to put me in that conversation."
1: Right, and you like, yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty much it, man. So definitely. Nah, I don't think yeah. LeBron J they know LeBron J is a guy. If,
0: if you if you get they those, know Steph if, that guy. Too, yeah, Steph too. Imagine if Steph plays with, with, with his, his kid. <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's the beauty about that? Like when Steph had to prove people that he oh, can yeah. shoot that. Yeah. I think Iman Shepard, He was like, man, let that let him shoot that. Let him shoot it. Let him shoot it. And he started. He said he started knocking him down. He
0: I said, bet that was Ron the Lee best would... feeling in the world for for Steph when when people yes. were just like, oh yeah, give him that, give him that, that, that give him
1: that. Pretty and pretty then funny. when you start hitting
0: it. Oh. Now we got to respect him.
1: Everybody, yes, yes everybody knows. You understand?
0: It reminds me of that one play in the 2015 finals when it was at a timeout. And, and they were going, you know how how both sides, you know, uh, are, are heading to the bench. And yeah. Steph was just shooting a, shooting a warm-up shot. And LeBron made sure to block it because he said, he was mic'd up. LeBron said, I don't want him getting comfortable with anything. I don't want him getting comfortable with anything. Because if, mm-hmm. if he sees one go down, it's a wrap.
1: It's over with. It's a wrap. That confidence booster. Yeah. That confidence Absolutely. booster. is crazy, man.
0: Definitely. Um, and now, getting into our first album review with the, with the game's "A Dramatic," um, you know, in his Kent studio album after several you know pushbacks due to his sample clearances and and personal issues that that game was transparent about. Um, you know, this also is his second longest album, and executive produced by Hit Boy, with some of the different beats that you know flow from one to another, adding a place that you know takes the listener through moods made for Los Angeles, New York City, and even Chicago. But um, what were some of your initial thoughts on this album? I mean, this was a, a thirty one. Thirty-one track album, a, a lot of different music. Put songs. I mean, I mean, when I saw the when I saw the the, the saw the because I was like, I know Savon's gonna be like, man, like what <laughs> this album right here. But but, but uh, what, what were some of your your your, your thoughts on it and, and the production with with Hit Boy executive producing it?
1: Man, first and foremost, I said that before last week. Game can rap. Game has always been oh, yeah. a, a top tier oh, lyricist right. bar guy ever. Um. And then, you know, Hit Boy getting on this thing, like production was crazy. Like, yeah, this this album was extremely too long, extremely too long. I didn't. I stopped at um, the Black Slim Shady. Yeah, I stopped at Black Slim Shady. But I do say these songs really talk to me nice when Meek on there. Meek went dumb, stupid. Oh, yeah. Meek went Um, crazy.
0: Meek reminded y'all. (laughs) <laughs> Pusha T
1: verse surprised me Yes On um, No Man Falls I liked his verse it, Yeah 2 Chainz Man 2 Chainz so underrated bro 2 Chainz is so underrated We nuts, didn't bro. really
0: talk about that He's so underrated
1: man 2 so Chainz is underrated man Like yeah. 2 Chainz 2 Chainz to give you a pen now <laughs> 2 Chainz to <are> give you <laughs> Take 2 Chainz to give you a verse now Oh my god uh, But nah This was Nah this was This was solid Yeah it was I mean I have to finish the 21 through 58
0: yeah. but <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where it's just like it's
1: too long, really?
0: I, the songs that I like I'm like man if you had just had this and added maybe a couple more and this had been like a, a 16 17 track album I thought it would have been really good yeah. but it's just the fact that like there was there was no consistent theme throughout this and, no. the, and, 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 and that was the thing like even, even with the Black Slim Shady like what were your thoughts on that diss track because that was a, a 10 minute already on a 31 song, uh, song album you got a 10 minute diss track that, that I, I felt like was out of place
1: this was that diss trap was weak it was super it was weak, it was it was weak sauce bro tracks. yes bro and the voice i was annoyed i know he was trying to be like slim shady but i was like bro <sighs> but he had a couple bars in there i will say that but right, he's
0: always gonna bring the
1: bars he he did an episode that's a podcast episode <laughs> right there bro I'm gonna hear you ten minutes Which talking you like you. <laughs> hey, bro, but you're right. It didn't have a theme. Mm-mm. Like it didn't like transition into. It was just like, right, I'm gonna put these. You know how you, like something you in the, had to add the, the, the order the, for the, you.
0: The the Drake voice note about why Drake couldn't be on the album. It's like man. Got to help the Ministry of Defense for Canada. Can't be on the album. But getting into kind of like our last thoughts on this album, like like were there any like standout, tra- obviously like you mentioned a few standout tracks and, and standout verses, like were there any like main standout ones or, or kind of like some verses on here that you thought like were the strongest from game or, or even any more features?
1: Um. I like uh, uh no man falls, mm-hmm. uh chrome slugs with Lil Wayne. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, burning track I mean burning checks. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think what it was a sleeper to me.
0: yeah, I,
1: I'm starting to like him in that drill. Yeah, type vibes. Um, it's different, and then I, I love how they incorporate both sounds together to, to come out and make a song yeah. um money cash clothes was dope i like ace i rocky i like episode verse. verse. but the one i liked most was talk to me nice and um uh the one with uh no man falls because i like Push's verse and i like oh Teacher yeah Well those two are my favorite <clears throat> Excuse
0: definitely me. I, this was just as we said this is the album it it could have fifteen songs could have been cut, and it just yes, would have been. It would have could been have really been. simple. It would have been. It would definitely because there definitely was potential on this project. I just think if he would have had a consistent theme and and just and just maybe something more concise, it would have it would have been really good. As we and always it say, flow. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, and, and getting in, into uh, Danger Mouse and, and Black Thoughts, uh, Cheat Codes, um, album. You know, in this new collab album, you know, it was just a, a really terrific project that just had you know sample based aesthetics and former brilliance with Thrill Classics plus being just a Concise project that had guest appearances from Ray, Ray Kron, Run the Jewels, and Conway the Machine, and, and and to me, like this album, like Black Thought, he's a really underrated rapper. He's one of those rappers that ha- that can that that can just really go bar for bar w- w- with any rapper that you can put up in that conversation. And I thought this was just a really thorough, thoroughly done project. The, the beat selection was really good. The, the the track list, everything. I mean, I just I, I went went back to this album a lot because I just thought this was just a, a purely Um, well done type of project but what were some of your initial thoughts on it and just some of the things that stood out to you in it
1: pure hip-hop um and i love i love when a purist of hip-hop can like put the teeth in a beat production and just go stupid um first of all i love the features love the features uh joey baddie uh, he just having a incredible year. He's just having a Yeah, no, year for, for serious. <laughs> for serious. <clears throat> and then he had, um, he had, um, ah, Russ.
0: Russ, yeah, I loved Russ's yeah. verse, man.
1: Russ is like, because when I first started hearing of Russ, it was more like the, you know, the singing rap, but yeah. his his album really showed me that he can rap, rap. Oh, Chomp too. And This, Yeah, and this, in this, in this, uh, this his verse on this was was really was dope. Nice. That yeah okay, okay I know where you started at and I know where you transitioned to get yourself out there. But you got to remind people. Okay. Oh yeah, that, was a, still works. Yeah, that yeah. was a reminder <laughs> verse. Yeah,
0: that was a reminder verse. Pin still works. Because sometimes with Russ, it's like okay, like like which side is he actually on in terms of like what his style is going to be? This one he just showed mm-hmm. you like hey like I, I can still rap with the best of them.
1: I can rap and then what the what are we doing? Just rapping? Do, let me hear the beat. Oh yeah. Let me okay. Go. Let me go because <laughs> he's a purist too. Like I lo- I love I mean. I want to say A.S.A.P. is not a purist, but Joey Badde is a purist. Raycon obviously, purist. Mm-hmm. Um, and these 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 fellas here that I'm kind of trying to get acclimated to and listen to more of the music. But yeah, this was this was a solid, mm-hmm. solid, 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 solid album. Beat production beat production is crazy. <clears throat> it Had a motive.
0: Which one? I know I know we really like this album, but which one stood more out to you, uh, like like stood out more to you? Was it the production or the actual lyricism from Black Thought?
1: Oh, lyricism. Lyricism. Lyricism, bars. Like, you know, I know both of them play hand-in-hand because if you got great bars or great, you know, great words you're writing and the beat is just like, hmm. But I think I listen to more of what they're, the rapper is saying than I listen to the beat. Obviously, the beat is the first thing you hear, but I like to hear what they're actually talking about. And he's talking about some real stuff. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So I, I think the lyricism... Um, it's more important for me for this album. The, obviously, the beats and production is dope, but what he's talking about, and then the the cover art really stood out to me. <clears throat> I'm like, yo, this is this is creepy. This is uh, <laughs> really creepy, brother. But it, yeah. it, it, it catches your eye. It you catches know what your eye.
0: I love what they did. Every they didn't leave no st- there. There was no stone unturned in this one. Every every part of it, they made sure mm-hmm. to get your attention. Make sure the production was solid and black thought. He's underrated. I'm gonna keep saying it. He's he's he, that that is yeah. cool. like, This
1: should cool. be on a vinyl. That's yeah, what that's, I rem- that's like, what I was you. saying. Yeah. It gives you that
0: feel like you you're, you're yes. going in a record store. You are getting, man, this is this is special. He's like,
1: bro, what is this? And it's then just, you find out there's a rap album. I'm like what? Because <laughs> it looks like the Beatles. <laughs> that's, with some that's other what I would say. Has a, a Beatle cover.
0: It's a, co- <laughs> was a Beatles. Was the Beatles? Wasn't a Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> <Nah. laughs> Um, but but also n- now getting into into Ari Lennox's uh new single hoodie, um, you know, this new single follows her her last single, uh Pressurelicious, And she's also said recently that that her new album is done and almost ready to, to be put out. Um, you know, with with this second single though and what she was trying to do in it and and obviously like the feel that she's able to put in all of her all of her music, like what what were some of the things that stood out to you in this one and just also like what you're looking forward to in her next project?
1: Hmm. You know. I, I've been loving on her for a while, and um, her her voice is is so old school. It is. It reminds funny. you like the fifties and the forties, and, and her voice is just it's just something about it. I think, and then she's so versatile that she can fit on anything. It can be hip hop, it can be blues, if she wanted to, it can do anything. Like I think her, I think she's already showed her range first and foremost. Um, and she showed her versatility, so I think this album is just continuation of doing that. And yeah. I think her music is 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 a vibe, and I, and I think it can stand, stand the test of time, especially her first EP. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 ready for this album, not as highly anticipated as Scissor but i do yeah, think i was, this I was about to say be- that
0: I, I i hate i hate to do that I, you know you know like when there's one album that you really want to you really want to hear yeah. but then there's another one that's come like yeah like that's good but this this is the one i'm really waiting on like like that's that's almost how it was back in t- last year with clb like how every week we we're talking about uh we just want to hear clb that's <laughs> <was> like yeah
1: <laughs> no exactly bro and then we got it and then i'm like mm-hmm, i gotta listen to it because i don't mm-hmm. think this ain't what i was waiting for <laughs> mm, yeah. but no i think no, it's no knock against her though but um i think yeah I'm, I'm 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 waiting for this album to to drop but i like i like hoodie and i like uh pressure like i love her music like i don't think for you, you me feel, i'm gonna you, like,
0: you feel as all these were the right two singles to build yes. up before her album. okay
1: yes especially hoodie especially hoodie. yeah i think hoodie was a, a nice a nice a nice track to to Guide us into the then When I looked at the track list, or just like the available list, that it's number two on the album. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's idea. Flow well. that's yeah, because well. now we're already introduced to like the first half of the album, low key with hoodie, and then okay, now we're getting to the to to the meat and potatoes. <clears throat> Excuse me, Definitely. but no, I think um, like like she she can't miss for me. Like i do oh, no. know. like she's that one type of, those, of fan. those top ones. Her, yeah, she's my snow. I'm that type I mean, of fan.
0: She's in that, that upper echelon of, of female R&B because I mean, female mm-hmm. R&B for the last couple of years has just been phenomenal. The, the albums we've got... They've been
1: running the game.
0: Jasmine Sullivan. I mean, they really haven't missed. And, and, and obviously with r and coming up, I think it's going to be another really good year for them.
1: Dudes, y'all better step it up. <laughs> <laughs> all I got to say... What do you think about male R&B right all. now?
0: Like, like <clears throat> the state of male R&B. Like, like where, where do you think it's currently at in terms of just like some of the standouts and the ones who can actually improve?
1: It's, it's not there. You don't know, excuse me. You have like did he Diddy four, had right? that
0: tweet. Diddy had that viral tweet of who killed R&B.
1: <laughs> I don't know who killed R&B. It definitely wasn't T-Pain. i tell you that.
0: Diddy's did at that point where he's just going to randomly me. say stuff like, hey, who who did it? Who did it? Who killed it? <laughs> I, I don't know. know,
1: man. I don't know who did it, but it's only like three or four guys. Mm. Gnome, gnome guys who are kind of like trying to carry the torture that's Brent, um, Givian uh Chris Brown still and I, uh Miguel is in and out. Miguel ain't dropped nothing recent so I can't put Miguel in, it but those are the three people that are still in the public eye who's putting out music that um that that is I think is true r and B. I I think Brent Faiyaz music is definitely true R&B. Oh, for sure. But yeah, women are killing it. It's like 10 women that is like killing the game right now. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know who killed the state of R&B, but the women are reviving it or trying yeah, to revive it. And a they're, level. they're doing it. They're doing that stuff. Jhene, SZA, Ari, Snow.
0: I kind of want another Jhene album. Me like, too. It's been, it's been a minute since we got Shalombo, which I still listen to, but it'll that, yeah. be something else.
1: There's a, sure. there's a bunch of bunch of female artists that are just killing R B right now. Thank Definitely. God, because we would have R B. <laughs> we just Where would have it to be? be.
0: Where would it be? <laughs> <laughs> um, but 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 now getting in, in, into our last review with with Leon Thomas and, and Ty Dallas Sign's mm-hmm. uh, new song "Love Jones." Um, you know, in this in, in this new track, you know, you, you, you have Thomas digitizing his vocals, um, bearing screw sound for for a tender cut that that kind of conveys his his his, uh, his respect um, for a certain woman. And looking at this track and just the overall feel of it, you got you got two artists kind of combining their own type of style and and and, and, you know prowess in this track how did you feel about it and just kind of like like what 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 were the main elements that popped out to you
1: yeah it's excuse me it's it's good to finally hear him um out in the public eye with his music he'll drop here and there but he has written so much music for artists yeah um so it's really dope for him to be out in the, the public eye Mm-hmm. to be able to show what he can really do as an uh, individual artist. But I thought this track was, it was all right. It was better. It was a better duo with them than Todd yeah. Dolla and Division.
0: He's keep he mentioning that. He's keep mentioning that.
1: <laughs> but I do think it was a better duo. I think the middle of the, i wanna, I want to call it a bridge, but the middle of the song, the production got, <clears throat> excuse me, got, I don't know what's wrong, my like gosh.
0: <laughs> no, you good, you good, you good. COVID. Saban, we <laughs> got this, man. <laughs> we got you, bro. We got you. I keep you. forgetting
1: we're on video, <laughs> so yet. I can't run away. Oh, my gosh. I keep saying, excuse me. If we were on air, like, we're on oh, air live, yeah, I, yeah. I, mean, I would have been fired. Like, okay, say <laughs> bye. let's go to the break. Saban, keep coughing.
0: Let's cut. Um, <laughs> This had an under the the production was kind of like underground, like like the beginning of it. It was it almost yeah. had like an underground, you know, you know what I mean? Like 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 that serene feel, like you're almost like like underwater in a sense.
1: Oh, for sure. And that and then in the middle kind of got like into Ty Dollar Sign's
0: Yeah, his back.
1: Yeah, his 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 ways and how he likes his stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh I thought, I mean it was okay. It was okay. song, it was,
0: w- was I didn't want to hear him.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. Because no. Tata can't just get on everybody thing and just make it a hit. He ain't Drake or oh, T Pain. <sighs> um, but no, I thought it was a better duo. But I thought this song—it's not something I like replay. To be honest with you, like on a, a repeat, but I do think I do love that Leon Tom Thomas is in the public eye.
0: Yeah, and and that's the that's the th- that's the reason it. I really want to review because to get him back in that in that space, it, mm-hmm. it's, it's really good for music. Especially
1: when you made so much money writing people's songs and doing all this stuff. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. definitely. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with our Atlanta season three review. Welcome back to the show. And now we're getting into our Atlanta season three review and and to kind of just like start off with, with just, you know, initial thoughts on this and just looking at, you know, how you know four years have passed since the second season aired you know the, the narrative logic has been kind of like the biggest focus of where the show would go um you mm-hmm. know with having paperboy headlining a european tour, a european tour and overall this was kind of like more of a, of a meta season with you know the anthology episodes and exploring commercial success, success as oppression but what were some of your initial thoughts in this season because this this season did get a lot of pushback in terms of it it being different not seeing the main cast as much because because that's one of the main things people are like we're not seeing the main cast. We're not expecting to, to see what we usually see. But this was mm-hmm. different, and I feel as though it explored something that that it'll, you know, lead up to for the final season. But what were some of your initial thoughts on it?
1: I love the way they did that. Like, yeah. he implemented so many uh, things that went are going on in America, mm-hmm. um, especially the scene. <laughs> I think it was like the first second episode when yeah. the kid got adopted that actually happened in
0: the, the first it, episode. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They was trying to kill the, rent ran off the road that really happened and I'm hugging like that's the, but it didn't register that that's right. what he was doing. And I was like, yo, this looks familiar, but it's funny, especially when the kids were in the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but <laughs> but I love the way they interchange because it keeps you like, it doesn't like get boring, but it keeps you, you attached engage. to it. Yeah. engaged. Yeah. Because it was so many storylines that it was crazy.
0: So many, so
1: many thrown at you, different angles. You, they, it, I, I love the fact that you don't see the characters or the main characters as much because yeah. everybody has their own thing going on. You see, Zazie has two episodes on her own. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paperboy has one when he goes off with somebody. He, it's not even real. Like he's just like, <laughs> and you get it's Liam Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and why is he here? And he's racist in it. <laughs> Don't even like black people. So that threw me oh, off. Oh
0: man, Leo. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was caught in the middle. Oh, I was like, "Ain't no way he just said that. He better be doing it. He just be acting." But I said in real life. But no, I thought it was. I thought it was really dope that they didn't show. It's oh man, especially the episode with the <laughs> with Kevin. Rest in peace to uh, yeah. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Gavin. Kevin. His, his epi- yeah Kevin Samuel. His episode was really dope, and it really highlighted.
0: That was one of the, the yeah. That was one of the, the good ones of the season. Yeah, know, with, with one of the main one of the, the just the main th- you know. It had one of the biggest takeaways in it, and God. it's one of those messages that it's 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 put deep in there and you kind of have to wait to, to like see it revealed it's one of those episodes that i think people it had the, it almost had the most divide and the most draw in terms of like hey this is this is getting a lot of talk this is turned no. up and it was able to, to to get done what it needed to
1: yeah and it happens a lot yeah you 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 uh identify when one group but you don't know your true, like it's like you not knowing your your true identity and knowing your history and you put in a situation where now you have to, like it was just, it was, it was, it was touching and I understood it and it was so funny. (laughs) It was so funny. They they were drilling him though with all his questions. (laughs) The most ridiculous questions. And I was like, bro, I know all of these, but this (laughs) this is so funny. Oh my gosh. But I love that. Yeah. Because they touch on a lot of political subjects that people don't want to talk about in yeah, regular conversations shy away from, yeah. and he's been doing that since season one. I love it. Definitely. I love the way they do they th- do things
0: and, and and another thing with Donald Glover, like he was mentioning like before the season even even aired, just just about like how confident he was in in the in the last in the last few seasons of this show. like he said, the la- like he, it was a, it was an interview, and he said like the last two <laughs> seasons of this show are up there with the Sopranos, with-, with some of the best shows ever. Like he felt as though like this show is like that good, like like in terms Not of the sure. confidence that he has in this, because like obviously like it's a high level show, one of the best shows mm-hmm. we had in years. What are your thoughts on his comments about just how good the show is, and just one of those things where it just seems like he knows, like hey, I've got a great story, I've got a great <laughs> narrative, and I'm and I'm I'm confident in what we're putting out.
1: I, I love the confidence. Yep. And once you become a great writer and you're consistent in the writing and you can come in a room with other writers and create like this incredible thing, yeah. you have no other choice but to be confident in it. And you see the the amount of respect and um that the viewership is getting or saying about it. I've been waiting for season 3 from Atlanta for like 5 years. <laughs> Susan as as came out. I was good to I watched every ep- like I was like, yo, I don't get another episode until next week. Bro, every I think it's every Friday or Thursday. Every Thursday no, or Friday I'm watching it. I love
0: that build up, man. That is watching
1: Yeah. Bro, it's crazy like this is I do think it's up there with Soprano. In any other, the Office, and it did it in short three seasons. Mm-hmm. That's in, that's incredible to do.
0: And and, and he was saying like he, he said I'm not I'm not trying to put myself over any show. I'm just saying we're as good as those shows. Yes, you know, he, he, I'm just I'm giving a blanket saying I'm I'm crediting what those shows did, but our show is just as good.
1: Yes, and it checks it checks the the the, the boxes, mm-hmm. C- funny, uh, political subjects, music. Uh, art like it goes and checks the boxes of what makes a a show good show. and have a, a great viewership. It checks the boxes. It has great actors like uh, ha oh, what's his name What's his name?
0: Oh, uh you know what? Lakeith Stanfield.
1: Yes, Lakeith Stanfield. Thank you. I should have just pressed the other page; it would have popped up. <laughs> <laughs> Lakeith Stanfield he's uh, he such because, a talented actor he's yes he is, yes, he actor, is. he's he brings the way, that
0: the, the way he has that dry sense of humor yes. and, and just says <laughs> says something in a blanket statement way but it's still effective like it's, it's yes it's, so, it's,
1: it's, and so it's looks yes when we talked too. about denzel washington how he he just says the most how rainy is he's like people just want to buy me drinks on that guy and then how he just looks like his body like he knows that dr- that's that's relatable. So yeah. it's just like, yeah, it checks the boxes. It's definitely as good or even better than some of these shows that mm-hmm. we put on a pedestal. It checks the boxes. It's highly anticipated. It has everything. Like they were like, talking about not a missing big, anything. It's, it's not, not missing anything. anything. It's not. It keeps you glued. It keeps you engaged. Like, yeah, this Atlanta. I'm 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 sad that it's not going for season four. I mean, not having another season after season four. But yeah, this yeah. is this is gold, bro. In it, yeah, we didn't. I didn't think it was going to be like this, but after they, season two,
0: yeah, that th- th- that was one of the main things I want to say because there was a there were you know as much as we liked the season. There was still criticism because yeah. people they they wanted to see the original. They want to see the season one, season two follow up. They wanted yeah. to get that that Atlanta feel. Obviously, this was in a, in, a, in a different location. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on on some of the criticisms of the show tr- trying something new, trying a different location, and people kind of wanting the core instead of some of the the anthology episodes they did and, and, and trying to switch it up.
1: That's the inevitable, though. Like, trying to get that as as a, just like okay, we're we're going on the basis of what the show was about was about a uh, following a rapper's life and his manager being his cousin, have a, a crazy friend. Yeah. When you start becoming a big time rapper, you're not just going to stay in one location. Hmm. He had shows in Amsterdam and other countries. Duh. You yep. have to you have to expand the mm-hmm. artist in the character. That's the only way you can do you can't, that. You can't, can't exp-
0: stay yeah. stagnant and keep doing no. the same thing because people are gonna are, they're gonna get they're gonna check out eventually. Those people that were complaining if they kept seeing the same thing, they'd be like, okay, I know I can predict what's gonna happen. I know what's exactly. happening in this episode. Exactly, you could not predict anything in this season.
1: Talk your all. stuff, Williston.
0: Talk your <laughs> stuff
1: because I couldn't predict none of it, especially when she was kissing on and framing people. And I'm like, what is she doing? Man, my
0: goodness!
1: What is you doing, man?
0: (laughs) Where did you learn French?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's only been there for like a month. Yeah, that's the crazy part. How do you get involved in this?
0: You've been there for a a month, and this is all that you're getting into.
1: (laughs) Like that is crazy. Just wondering, and then like yo, it keeps you on your toes. Yes. Definitely. I don't understand why people are con, con, complaining about it. That's that's crazy. Yeah, that's beyond it's, me.
0: It's, it's beyond me. And, yes. and, and and getting into kind of like our first topic, you know, from one to four stars, what would be your like kind of like your particular rating for this season and just kind of like how you how you felt overall it it, it, it did?
1: Four. Four. Easy. This is the easiest review I ever did. We already gave the reason why. I yeah, just well, I, I think it's a four,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: but it's it's consistent and it continues to catch your eye. You cannot fathom or think of what's going to come next. You're not going to see the same thing you see in the in the in the previous episode. Mm. It's always going to be different, but it always ties back to That's, each other.
0: The core theme, yeah.
1: That's why it's a four. It. Yo, from from episode <laughs> <to> episode <laughs> one to the last episode, I'm like, bro, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know, but yeah, nah, it's definitely a four for me.
0: Definitely, I, I mean, I, I would go with that as well. I mean, there's just a lot of brilliant challenges and risk taken. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, obviously, like it was a bold move to, to, to not show the, the start of the season off with, without any main characters, but how they were able to tie everything together. I mean, like that. I just love the fact that he was able to to make that. Donald Glover was able to take that that type of risk to like start the season off. Like, I'm not even going to show you the main cast. I'm going to nope. get into something different and still yep. tie the theme in together. Which is, yes. it, it, it's just brilliant work. to Be able to to, to pull that off. Um, and and, and kind of getting into like like looking at which characters' development in this season you kind of like the most. Was there one that you felt as though like even was able to be elevated to a different a different status? Because to me, like Earn. He kind of showed, like, hey, look, I really – I'm not just managing somebody. Mm-hmm. I can do things on my own as well. I just don't have to, to to, to, to you know, stay with Paperboy, mm-hmm. just, yeah. you know, be, be on you know, on his trail all the time. I can just actually show what else I can do, get my own, you know, get my own connections and be able to go from there. But to you, like, which character in particular did you kind of feel like ha- ha- had, like, the best development in the season?
1: Man, it has to be Van. Um, she, she killed him. It. it has to be Van because – in season two, we, we how she's left and it's just, is unknown. And then she shows up in Amsterdam right. and then just, just, just craziness. Mm-hmm. Then you end up with this. And then the last moment of reconciliation for her or just, or just like being transparent with her friend that she's had the scenes in a long time about, yeah. I dropped her. Like, I don't want to get into, I want to say that for, you know the when we get into the the quotes, but just that in the scenes too. That moment just really saw like summed her whole character up. The development from episode one when she wasn't really in, but the episode she was in, and just to see that it led up why she's acting this way. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that about her. I, I love that about her character. That her character was my favorite this year. Well, this season we'll yeah. see season four, but this season her character, especially the last episode, right up bro. There, man.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, and getting into, and also just, just like some of the best episodes, I w- I kind of wanted to look back to, at too, because like t- to mm-hmm. me, like the big payback, the episode four, that was a really interesting episode because, you you know, you have the man who, who sued a Tesla investor because his fa- his family enslaved the man's ancestors and then, you know, oh, yeah. you know other black people to find their descendants. Uh, also the old man in the tree, you know, following Paperboy and his crew, um, attending yeah. the party of a British bil- uh, billionaire and paying for Al's uh, company. And then the last one, which i think we, we have to talk about even more when you kind of see what van had been getting all, all into and just kind of like the differences of of who she was becoming um and just kind of like her narrative arc was really interesting but but to you like were there any episodes or maybe like even particular scenes in this season that you kind of felt as though were, were the main standouts
1: definitely definitely episode with uh paper and them uh trying to be advocates for the uh uh, what it was, I guess for, for the, the black history or whatever and they had all those people that's been in just stealing money, well not stealing but just accepting money and talking on behalf of the, the black community that happens all the time, I love that, and then how <laughs> they took his idea and just like, bro, that ain't what I said, that ain't what I did <laughs> like what's going on, he was like bro, you got a lot to learn uh, <laughs> a lot to learn about that. I thought that episode was really good. Um, the last episode, Terre, um, uh, and then the episode when um, oh, I can't forget which one it was, when the, the white guy on their team actually stole his phone, but they thought the other oh guy goodness. did. And he knew all his stuff. He was like, man, I wrote that song about this girl. How you know that was in my phone? The whole time, the guy had his phone. I was like, oh, Oh, heck no. But somehow they found out about him because he wasn't in any other, other, other episodes or with Paperboy or with uh, like Keith Stan, uh, Stanfield's uh, character. But those yeah. those two were a good one. In the first episode, I think the, the three slaps were really good. Um, yeah. But nah, man. And then The Old Man in the Tree, that was a good episode, which you mentioned, especially when he brought her to the restaurant. And then you come yeah. around, and then you buy the restaurant from them, and you change like, bro, gentrification.
0: <laughs> they
1: touch on everything, Willington.
0: Yeah, they touch there, on
1: everything. Stealing, yeah, s- s- just yeah, bro.
0: But now getting into kind of like the memorable quotes of of, of, of this particular season, where they're like, you know, and and, and and looking at obviously the conversations between Ern and Van, they were able yeah. to have like just a lot of like, um you know one-on-one kind of like inquisitive conversations about like you know what you know where was where was van at uh you know what was going on with with you know obviously with with their relationship and then Paperboy and earn and just kind of like the the discussions of where was paper w- w- you know where was earns you know intentions and actual focus in terms of just yeah. him like not being as connected with the group like were, were there any conversations you know particular conversations or quotes in this season that, that, that kind of stood out to you
1: Two stood out to me the most. Mm. Um, the episode when he was hallucinating and going through this stuff or whatever. Um, and then he heard his mom's voice. And the first part, I can't remember. The second part was like, you got your cousin managing you and blah, blah, blah. blah. Then he yeah. wakes up in the bed. And then Ernie was like, you right? And then Ernie was like, you all right, man? He was like, yeah, what happened? He was like, man, I found you on the street. He's like, you changed me? He was like, yeah. I was like, He was like, you need anything? Like, nah. Like that moment, like he just knew, like, okay, Ern has yeah. my best interest, and he's not trying to he's take advantage of me. Like, but those thoughts in his head has always been there. And it's like, we've like this thing is so relatable. Cause we've had I've had that moment too. Like, bro, do you yeah. really are you really my guy? Like, or my homie? Like, are you do you really have my best interest in heart? Like, why am I questioning that? Normally I don't question that. And then you get the answer, like, nah, he's solid. So I love that part. And then um Van talking to her friend about uh why she's there and just having that moment of like i don't know what i'm doing i'm like driving her to school her daughter to school she got like tears in her eyes like she like eyes went blank she's in the street like she's trying to run off the road and stuff like going through those moments of like just where you at in life and i think everybody has that's relatable to everybody's been in that moment where like yo what am i doing like what is my purpose? Yeah. Not like crazy of like, you know, yeah.
0: driving that's off. That's always a tough question.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, I think that's relatable. I think those two really stood out the most. There's some other ones, but those are when I remember the most because it was relatable to me because I've had those moments. So yeah, I mean, see, I mean, Atlanta, man, yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta got to get more credit. It has Atlanta's to. Dope. Yeah, to. It, it, it,
0: it really has to. Cause I mean, like even when we're talking about with with, with earning Paperware about that, that kind of, questioning about is one of your friends actually going to be there for you throughout any situation i think that that's one of the most relatable things you can find because like there's always that point where you have a friend that you've known for years but something switches in that dynamic Mm -hmm. maybe Mm -hmm. like you know one disagreement you know one argument or, or just seeing things differently and then you're wondering like hey like how does this person actually think about me and i feel as though seeing that development in terms of just just when when your back is against the wall, as as, as Paperboys was, and Ern mm-hmm. was right there for him, that's when a friend really shows. And even in this show, I'm gonna step up and take care of things.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought that was yeah, it was definitely dope, definitely relatable. Yeah, man. They have so many moments like that in this in in this uh, this show, bro. It's just yeah, it's it's tough to see it just wane away in the distance, but I think it's stamped and solidified. Yeah, man. We got to petition it. Season, at least give us season five. Please give
0: us season five. D- do you want to talk about the last episode and how, how bizarre, how bizarre that was?
1: <laughs> First of all, why is she there to peel somebody? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> she-, <laughs> she brought people with her too. It had to be lucrative. And then you just see Van. And I'm like, yo, what is Va-? and then as a as a viewer, I'm like, yo why is what is van doing like it really like that's it really felt like that was my home girl and i was i saw like bro what are you doing like because i was thinking the same thing like van what are you doing like why are you talking like that yeah so that bro i'm telling you it's not that many relatable shows from beginning to end where i would have been the same woman like bro you know you're from atlanta right you know you're from Pensacola. why are you what are you doing
0: like, I was whoa. I was waiting. I was like, can can we get the regular? Can can we get the regular van at some point?
1: Yes. Can <laughs> when is she gonna s- like-
0: When is she gonna snap out of that?
1: <laughs> yeah, that whole episode. And then was I blood. was thinking the same thing. Why she got the bigot in her bag? Oh my goodness! Man. It looked dry. She's not gonna eat it. She not but definitely then, not gonna
0: eat it. <laughs> yeah, well, he ate it. Yeah, he- <laughs> but he ate it. But yeah, he definitely ate it. He definitely ate it. Beat Buddy
1: down to a pulp, bro. Oh That's crazy.
0: Goodness, and then, just even the, the way they closed out this season, man, like they, pfft, they, they, and it would—you already know—we already know it was not going to end out with a normal, peaceful episode. It was not no. going to end out with like this. Okay, yeah, the, everybody's back. Everybody's ready, ready to go into this last season. It it had to end, end out with something bizarre and com- completely radical. To make you think, like, hey, what did I just watch? And when is season four coming? And they definitely yes. <laughs> it,
1: it gets you really like, where do you go from here? Where do you go from here? Yeah, like, we got the moment of, her, okay, she understands what she did. And she has a real moment with a friend. Yeah. And then, and like, where do you go from here? Man. Where do you go? But, yeah, after I saw them hands, I was like, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a pass. Oh, that made the hands. And then, why... <laughs> she said, "A friend is dead. <laughs> she almost drowned again, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: I laughed for five minutes straight. Oh, yeah." <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my goodness man this has
1: to be illegal to do this stuff on this tv man <laughs> <laughs> oh and she just had a proud moment like she's a, a superhero <laughs> that's the thing <laughs> some <laughs> of these
0: episodes you watch like man is this, is this even legal is this even- <laughs> right <laughs> but
1: that happens though people eat stuff yeah. like that like yo but th- again they touch so many things and that's oh my- a thing People fly people out to do that. Dubai, they fly women out to do that on them instead of them. Like, it's crazy, bro. It is insane. It's crazy, bro. To be able to touch this many subjects.
0: The level of writing and intentionality. I just want to see like uh, uh, ju- just one day where the whole writing team is together saying, hey, this is what we're going to do. Because I feel as though right. they're writing sessions and they're just just brainstorming is, is crazy. It's I mean, crazy. There's just so much thought process going into into this.
1: There's no dumb answer. There's no dumb scene. Like, how about we do this? Yeah, let's let's yeah, figure out how to work. do that. Just like, let's go for
0: it,
1: <laughs> yo. That's insane. A man. room,
0: a room with writers where there's no dumb answer. Man, man,
1: no. Just like in, infamous, that's uh, limitless ideas just flying. How mm-hmm. about this? How about we have. Dang, I forgot her name already. Van, Van. how about we have Van <laughs> just turn into like a, like a, a person on London? No, no, no. Let's she French. She's she looks French. There's black French people there, so let's let's do French. And then she's gonna have a baguette. No, at first it was nothing. It probably wasn't a baguette, but it was like let's put a baguette instead of a bat. So people be thinking like, why is she walking around with a baguette? Just like the, her character. Like I know it's like that oh, in yeah. that it's, room. It but it is it's like, like it is
0: exactly like that.
1: Oh, I just want to be a fly on the wall.
0: Definitely, um, and, and, and getting into kind of like you know when you look at at, at the particular storyline that that you kind of like the most, um, obviously to to, to me, them showing black mm-hmm. oppression in certain in so many different spaces, just kind of like mm-hmm. how that 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 skill is relevant. Obviously, the black identity in mm-hmm. that one episode with Kevin Samuels, there were just so many things, especially w- with with the black community that was touched on, and I think mm-hmm. Donald Glover, like he even he really covered all those bases was mm-hmm. he, re- he was able to cover all those checkpoints and go into into things that we we question every day and we face every day. and mm-hmm. it, and, and to make it, like you said, a very relatable show. But to you, like what storyline in particular did you kind of like the most in this?
1: To be able to drift off mm-hmm. and to touch that many subjects, yeah, without losing the grip, that's tough. That is extremely tough to not to lose your viewership because your first episode was about something we've seen already but you did it in a more comedic way, but it tied back into it. Cause you think, Oh, that's cause how I thought of it. Cause it didn't resonate that mm. earn went through that. Mm. So then you think like, did earn really do that? And then you go back like, Oh, that's actually happened in real life. Right. So to be able to just like drift in different places and be able to still have that foundation of what the show truly is and to be able to stick it to like, yo, that's, that's no small feat. That's Dope. that's, that's extremely total. difficult. So yeah. yeah, yeah, man. To be able to touch that many subjects, especially the black thing. Cause I think he went through that as probably going growing up to identify himself with certain groups, because mm. he's considered nerdy in the black community. And you know how people in the black community
0: that's another thing I wanted to say. He, he, is, he, is, he is considered that. And sometimes mm. you, you get you get criticism criticism for that in terms of just mm-hmm. not being authentically black. What are your thoughts on that as well? Because obviously, that identity for him is something that that has to be. He probably has yeah. to wrestle with, like, what do do black people think I'm actually black? Do they think like, is he one of us? Because because that mm-hmm. that's something he's probably wrestles with, like you know, and really has to face as he's going in into into, into writing and into directing these shows.
1: He's he's been asked that too. He said, "I I'm nothing without my people." Yeah, like I think in the in the black community, is so many divisions in um, hierarchies. That's in the black community that's not talked about. The bla- the light skin versus dark skin is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the the discontinue the, the the alienation of not the typical black guy like the nerdy guys, anime, mm-hmm. uh, people who talk proper, all that stuff. They alienate them in the black community. Yeah. So it's a, it's a lot of things that we don't talk about. That's you know you know discrimination and stuff that we have outside of the community. But what's about in the like, I know a there lot of nerdy kids. Issues.
0: There are some... Yes.
1: Issues. And certain type of women, black women, don't go for certain nerdy guys because right. they don't talk or walk or do a certain things They're like the typical black guy. Not saying the typical black guy is bad, but just like there is a, uh, a division when it comes to prototypical black guy and the nerdy guy and then the proper guy. Because mm. I fell into being the proper guy. Cause I didn't talk a certain way. Right. I can talk a certain way, you're but I choose wins. to. Yeah. I, yeah. Be a hybrid and know you're in a situation that you're in to play defense. Cause we're only allowed to play defense, but I rather speak proper because I know what it can get me into some rooms. Yeah. It was hey, yo folk, they're not going to invite me in that room if I talk with perfect vernacular and announcing my words, then I'm going to be able to be able to maneuver in certain rooms.
0: Yeah. So it's just the, the. even in my situation, being in a yeah. private school, <laughs> being in a private school and, yes. and, and they were like, oh, like, well, you're the type of black guy we accept. That was just like, come on. How are you going to say that? Yes. <laughs> like a statement like that, That that's that, that's that's a that's not even a compliment. That's not no, even it's a compliment. Not. You're just saying, oh, you're the type of black guy that I feel comfortable with. Oh. But most of them I don't you're like. A, you know what you're I mean? Not like like yeah you know. th- that's exactly what it means. And it's just that that type of stigma and stereotype, it's not just in different communities, it's also within our community as well. Yes. And I think like this show was able to show that as well. It's particularly exactly. the season.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh- that's why I, I love it so much. And it had to bring Kevin Singles in it. I love that he got that uh that cameo. Yes. Um. Uh, but yo, that was, I think, the most important one. Mm-hmm. And oh, it yeah. has to be I, talked that, about. Yeah that, has
0: to be the, yeah, that has to be the most important episode. I, it I has to be talked about. Yeah.
1: Shout out to Childish Gambino, Atlanta, for talking about that subject that most people in our community won't talk about.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like Jordan yeah. Peele. Sorry. Like Jordan Peele. Mm. They got on because he married a white woman. He was like, man, all the black women said I was nerdy. They didn't want me. I'm going to find somebody me. who's going to love me. So, like, it's, a, like, the craziest thing. Like, bro, come on. Like, what's going on You can't on shy here? away
0: from those topics. You can't shy no, away from them. They're right you there cannot. You on a daily basis. Everywhere you go, your workplace, Your, you know, if, if you're if you're in school, like, wherever you go. Church as well. Yes. I mean, there's all these different places you have to think about who, say, who accepts me for who I am and who doesn't. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um. And, and now, kind of getting into before we even get, get into like just final thoughts on this season. What are your mm-hmm. expectations for like the last season? We we both don't want it to end. No. Um. Uh, but, but but looking at at what they did in this particular season and then going forward in season four, how do you think they can put this thing together? And just what are you expecting from it? Um. In terms of how they close it out.
1: I'm thinking Ern and Van is going to get back together just from the previews for season four of them waking up when in right. on the same bed or camping or trying to make it work. Um, that might be, um, them trying to reconcile their, their relationship and get back together for the daughter paper boy. I don't know, like for his career, it seems like he's blowing up having these shows, but how do you top his character? How do you expand his character? I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know how they're going to expand his character and grow his character more. We see different parts of his trust issues. That's cool, but how can you kind of cap his character from from season one to now the finale of season four? And then I want to see more of, um, of Darius. I want to. We see we get a little background on Darius and where he's from and his heritage. We get that snippet. Like, Look, give us more Darius because he's the mysterious character.
0: Yeah, and he, he really is. that to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goes under the radar.
1: Yes. Give us more Darius. They I love the way they they gave us his background slightly. Yeah. Like if us Kenya background. I think it's Kenya or Nigerian. No, he's Nigerian. No, 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 no.
0: Is it Nigerian? I think he's Nigerian. He, yeah, it's Nigerian. Yeah. It's
1: Nigeria, yeah. yeah. So we get that background and how like stuff like that. I and would why love to hear more of his
0: story yes. in season four. If they showed that more, I feel like that would be a, the missing yeah. piece.
1: How did you even meet Paperboy? <laughs> that's what I want. He's just along the ride. <laughs> yes, he's been there since season one. Like, bro, oh, that's just did. How did you how did you make- How <laughs> did you meet this dude and why are you still friends with him? Like, cause he know nowhere to be found. He be on his old journeys. But yeah. let's see. Is- we got to finally see his journey. Or mm-hmm. then he was he ended up at the same party. I think it was season two. Mm-hmm. He ended up at the same party with Van. Yeah, because it was like I wish Drake was because Drake was supposed oh, to be he, there the or whatever. The yeah, and then he and <laughs> he Darius was just there outside chilling. Like Darius, he was like, "Yeah, like what? <laughs> Where did you come from, fool?" So we got to see oh, some of God. his journeys, but I want to see more Darius. Yeah, more Darius. Yeah,
0: I mean, this show, like, just not even this season, it's had so many Hall of Fame episodes. Like, mm-hmm. l- looking even at at the at the totality of the show this season and even even like maybe in fr- the first two the first two seasons like some of your other favorite episodes like where where do you think this season ranks within w- w- within the overall series and also like are there you know maybe one or two other episodes of this show that that you still kind of remember and are standouts to you in this overall series
1: right now this is number one oh wow this season first and foremost it expanded and grew the characters. I think everybody in this season grew and we character development was an all-time high, even earn uh, van for sure. Paperboy, we see more of his trust issues and what he's, you know, his adolescence. And then we finally get a, a glimpse of who Darius is. And then you touch on so many, so many topics and be able to like, Keep it together and not lose the audience because you're drifting to different places. I thought is it, like we like we said extremely difficult. I think this season three they really the writing team and everybody really got in that room and digged oh, out sure. a, a perfect season. I think this season was perfect, mm. really really perfect. But um, yeah, I have to I had this one season one two season two three and then we'll see what season four does. Um, yeah. I like season I would, I would have season a. one
0: that's season one at, first at, yeah three three two and then two third so okay i, I, I still season one to me is still like the, the nostalgia of that uh, mm. of, of just where it all started and and just, yeah. just getting things off i feel as though it was really good but this in terms of the actual substance and the growth of every character i mean obviously like yeah it, it, it is at a different level in terms of in mm. terms of just what they were able to to put together yeah, so
1: it's kind of hard to like you know take away from season one but yeah like you said the depth
0: the depth in every question every question they presented to you that you think about every day but nobody wants to talk about man like Mm -hmm. bravo to the entire team and it was still still
1: funny still engaging like yeah that's but season one was just like that too it kind of but no but yeah yeah i get what you're saying though i get what you're saying though yeah now I would love season to talk one to one list. of these cast
0: members. And yes, like, <laughs> like if there's ever like people ask me like, is there ever an interview you want? I was like, man, one of the cast members off of Lynn. <laughs> how, how
1: did y'all do? I this? want to talk
0: to you. <laughs>
1: how did y'all pitch this? Like, knowing you pitched it for season one. How did you know what you were going to do, or did you know what you want to mm, do in season two?
0: That's the thing. Did you actually know? Especially
1: season, yeah. Was it just like a freak of nature? It was like even the episode with the guy that looked like Michael Jackson? They said he was a oh, real person.
0: Yeah. Like that how episode do you was think wild, about that.
1: Man. Like, why do you want to do that? That's an episode I will never did? forget. In terms of how yes. about episodes, I
0: won't forget that <laughs> I will never forget.
1: That dude was creepy. That dude's yo, that dude. Yo, creepy that creepy. dude. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Man, like when you watch if, if you've never watched the show, listeners, if you watch that episode, that that image of that guy will never, will never. never leave your head. Ever, because he literally Never. looked like how Michael Jackson looked. Yeah, in his
1: high cheekbones and the voice was just <laughs> oh gosh,
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, man. But look, season four, September. We're gonna be talking about the show again. We're gonna Next talk month. about the show again. Definitely, man. I I, I cannot wait because this what say what you want about 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 the about the, this particular season and the differences in it. They did something different and they mm-hmm. went into depths that I mean, just nobody could match this year to me so fantastic fantastic season yes. overall for sure yes. um well that wraps it up for tonight i'm your host winter burns Lemon, kind of our save on boards. this has been full scope